a morning of half-smiles. Police Sergeant Raphael O'Reilly moved slowly and methodically about the cramped staff kitchen of Hoth Police Station, his mind going over and over the revelations of the morning. Known to others as Rafi, he was fifty-nine years old and had one more year to go until his retirement. He never thought he'd be looking forward to that day until the events of this morning had grabbed him by the shoulders and turned him upside down like a snow globe, forcing him to watch all his preconceptions sprinkle away. With every step he took, he heard the crackle of his once airtight beliefs under his boots. Of all the events and moments he had experienced in his forty-year career, what a morning this one had been. He spooned two heaps of instant coffee into his mug. The mug, shaped like an NYPD squad car, had been brought back from New York by one of the boys at the station as his Christmas gift this year. He pretended the sight of it offended him, but secretly he found it comforting. Gripping it in his hands during the morning's Chris Kringle reveal, he'd time-traveled back to a Christmas fifty years ago when he'd received a toy police car from his parents. It was a gift he cherished until he'd abandoned it outside overnight and the rain had done enough rust damage to force his toy men into early retirement. He held the mug in his hands now, almost tempted to run it along the countertop making siren noises before crashing it into the bag of sugar, which would, incidentally, cascade into his mug. Instead, he checked around the kitchen to ensure he was alone and added half a teaspoon of sugar to his mug. Then, a little more confident, he coughed to disguise the crinkling sound of the sugar bag as he pushed his spoon down once again and quickly fired a heaping teaspoon into the mug. Having now gotten away with two spoons, he became cocky and reached into the bag one more time. Drop your weapon, sir, a female voice from the doorway called with authority. Startled by the sudden presence, Rafey jumped, the sugar from his spoon spilling all over the counter. It was a mug-on-sugar bag pile-up. Time to call for backup. Caught in the act, Rafey. His colleague, Jessica, joined him at the counter and whipped the spoon from his hand. She took a mug from the cupboard, a Jessica Rabbit novelty mug, another comical Christmas gift, and slid her namesake across the counter to him. Porcelain Jessica's voluptuous breasts brushed against his car and the boy and Rafey thought about how happy his man inside would be. I love one too. Please, Rafey corrected her. Please, she imitated him, rolling her eyes. Jessica was a new recruit. She joined the station just six months ago, and already Rafey had grown more than fond of her. He had a soft spot for the twenty-six-year-old, five-foot-four athletic blonde who always seemed willing and able no matter what her task was. He also felt she brought a much-needed feminine energy to the all-male team at the station. Many of the other men agreed, but not quite for the same reasons as Rafey. He saw her as the daughter he'd never had, or the daughter he'd had but lost. He shook that thought out of his head as he watched Jessica cleaning the spilled sugar from the counter. Despite her strong energy her almond-shaped eyes. Such a dark brown they were almost black, buried something below, as though a top layer of soil had been freshly added. 
and pretty soon the weeds or whatever was decaying beneath would begin to show through. Her eyes held a mystery that he didn't much want to explore, but he knew that whatever it was, it drove her forward during those challenging times when most sensible people would go the opposite way. Half a spoon is hardly going to kill me, he added grumpily, after tasting his coffee, knowing that just one more spoonful would have made it perfect. Are you actually trying to give yourself another heart attack? Rafi reddened. It was a heart warmer, Jessica. Nothing more. And keep your voice down, he hissed. You should be resting, she said more quietly. The doctor said I was perfectly normal. Then the doctor needs his head checked. You've never been perfectly normal. You've only known me six months, he grumbled. Longest six months of my life, she scoffed. Okay, then, pass me your mug. You can have the brown, she said, feeling guilty.